Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Welcome to Car Selling Secrets. I'm Doug Sprinthal with... Andy Brant Bernard. And Tommy. And we'll be right back after this exciting word from one of our sponsors. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. We are back. It's a guestless program. I thought I was the guest. Well, you can be the You're the co-host. Who do you want to be? Everything hurt. More me now. More me now, ladies and gentlemen. You'd like to slide over and run the board as well. You don't want me doing that. I guarantee you. You know how to do it. Uh, We're going to talk about all things automotive today. Talk and text line is wide open. It's 561-228-4061 if you have any questions. Or if you have an interesting first car story. Right. Or if you just want to help fill the show. That is our thing. If you want to fill the silence, just make sounds. Some of those stories have been great. It was fun to go through and collect all of them. And yeah. that was a, a, the only best of Car Selling Secrets episode we had. We talked about this on the morning show. Uh, and I have to give you a little background. There's a company that rates product quality and service quality called J.D. Powers. They're very, very mm-hmm. big and powerful. And Associates. And yep. Associates. And Associates, yeah, that's right. Don't forget that. And, you know, from hotel chains to restaurants to all kinds of stuff, well, they are the report card for the automobile business, and they just published their annual, it's called the Initial Quality Survey. And what this is is when you buy a new car, uh, those of you that haven't done it, uh, what happens is you get tons of surveys from the manufacturer. I mean, they want, they want to know everything. How did the dealer treat you? How, was the car in good shape? Did they fill it with gas? Blah, 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 blah. And then they send follow-up surveys, and this is the the annual result of that. So it goes from uh, the number one position is the, the 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 manufacturer with the least initial product complaints, and then the bottom is the most. So Tom, you know the answer to this if you were listening to when we were talking this morning. But I'll ask Andy, what do you think, uh, Andy, the brand uh, this year with the least number of initial complaints was? Are we talking absolute or per 100,000 or whatever? Well, it's of everybody that answers the survey, so it's no. it's not Because, I mean, technically, perfect. wouldn't it just be like, you know, some obscure car brand that you've never heard of? Because who's going to complain if no one owns it? Ooh, good point. Well, that's a good point. But I guess it would be a percentage of per. I see what you're getting yeah. at. It's a good statistical question. I don't know the answer. How many complaints are you getting about the uh, checker brand these days? Right. I don't know that they make checker cabs anymore. <laughs> they might. Um, I 
I don't know. I've heard good things about Subaru. Yep. That's it? No. Oh. <laughs> Dodge. No. Which well. is really surprising. Huh. The Koreans had done really well in the previous years. I think they swept the top three spots a couple of years ago. So the top uh, five brands or six brands are Dodge, first time ever there. Uh, second place is Kia, then Chevrolet, then Ram, which is used to be Dodge trucks, and they split the brand off <laughs> 11 years ago. And then Genesis, which is a subdivision of Hyundai, Mitsubishi, and Buick. Let's go to the bottom. You want to take a guess at what the car with the most complaints was? Manufacturer. So these these are manufacturers, not models. Uh, Ford. Nope. Oh. Elon Musk. Really? Tesla, yep. Wow. So the spread, the mm. number spread is Dodge had... I think 136 initial complaints per 100 vehicles, and Tesla was 250, so it was twice. Uh, rounding up the bottom, uh, next from the bottom is Land Rover, then Audi, Volvo, Mercedes, Jaguar, which is not unusual. Usually, those brands, because they are, you know, they're really intricate cars, a lot of uh, stuff, and then things go wrong. Quite honestly. Um, yeah, Porsche's down there too, and actually Subaru was in the bottom one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I would have ex expected, like you, that they would have scored higher, but hmm. that's interesting. It is. That's why I brought it in. I did yeah. a little prep work when I knew that our guest stiffed us. Well, wow. who was the guest? I don't want to say. Damn it! Do I know them? Yeah, yeah. He's going to be on. Uh, I think right when we come back. I've been trying to get him all winter. Really, John Kreisel. Oh, I love John Creasel. is a great guy. Right. Yeah, John Creasel is a great guy. Yeah, he's doing a little work with KFan. It looks like now because I, you know, we follow oh, each he? other on Facebook, and I think he's on on Fridays or something now. So, another guy they stole from me. Huh? Don't worry about my feelings. <sighs> no, I look. John will be good on there. Well, Absolutely. and I, and I, for those of, uh, that don't know who he is, he is a uh, uh, veteran of the Iraq War. Uh, wound up losing both of his legs in a improvised IED or whatever they call those things. Came back and he was in the Minnesota House of Representatives, I think, for a few years. Yeah, he was. And now he's did a great uh, job too. Yeah, he got out and I'd be curious as to why. He because he couldn't it. get anything done. They yeah. wouldn't let him do anything. No. But I mean, he that seems was my to be in a good place. Anyway. He's got a really young daughter, I think maybe a yeah. year old. Yeah, it's absolutely Life is true. good. He's a motivational speaker and writes books and stuff. So pretty cool guy. Are you trying to get him fired, too? Because yeah. you have all these other radio people, and they probably hook him. Well, I know. First, it's, it is the curse, right? Oh, that's no doubt about Chris that. Chris Edwards. <laughs> yeah. We do have a, well, not a guest, but a caller. All right. It's Wendy. Hello, who is it? Hello, Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. Wendy. How are you today? Wendy. Wonderful. How are you? Not too bad. So, Deb, what do you want first? My first car or my car selling secrets question? Uh, let's do. Let's start out with your first car. For those who don't know who um, Wendy is, super fan of both the morning show and the podcast. Been around since almost the beginning, if not the beginning, yep. I think. And is Actually, one of the funnest people to yeah, hang out yeah. with. If you go on one of these KQ uh, oh, God, morning yes. show trips, she's <laughs> just a riot. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, she's all boozed up, you know. Not always. It's not, <laughs> not, it's not, always. A, it's not a religious station. <laughs> Only usually. <laughs> what, not always. What's your What's your story, Wendy? Oh, yeah. 
Um, my first car was cost me a whole two hundred and fifty dollars back in nineteen eighty. Um, and it was uh, a nineteen sixty nine red Chevrolet Bel Air. Oh wow! Is that the Please fastback model? The boat. Uh, no, it was just the regular standard. The car was huge. I believe my dad model. figured that. Well, you know, my dad figured that a car with that much metal on it. I was pretty, you know, protected from some of the other, you know, some of the crashes that may happen. I think that was but my yeah, first was, car, too. A 69 yeah. Chevrolet oh, Bel Air. I think either a 69 or a 70. No, Wendy, you're not, how do I put this delicately? You're the not cru- as short as my ship? wife is, but I, I doubt you played basketball in high school. Could you really see over the wheel of that no. thing? I, yep, I could. You know, you can figure it right, and you can but yeah, I um, some of my friends used to refer to it as the cruise ship because we could fit a lot of people in it. <laughs> you could probably sleep on the hood. Probably. But pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could put a put a mast on it and sail it. Get so, a Chevrolet yeah, that was a, in the USA. Did you have any wild times we, in there? It's interesting. We had a, a don't Republican. Don't ask her about her sex life. What the hell's wrong with you? Remember when Pat Garofalo came on? He goes, yes. yeah, well, this is my first car, and I lost my Virginia yeah. in the front seat. And blah, blah. It's like, dude, wow. You know, <laughs> oh, okay. This is going out live over the air. Right. That was very funny, actually. Oh, my actually. God, yeah. Tell me more. Yeah, no, no, crazy, no crazy stories from high school. I figure we, we didn't have social media and video and camera phones back then, and I... Thank. I'm telling anything about those days now. Yeah, Love that's it. a wise strategy. Mm-hmm. It was back when life was fun. Back when there was a lot less stress, you mean, back mm-hmm. then? So what was your question, oh, Wendy? My question is, okay, I have a uh, 2015 Jeep Cherokee, okay. and I have been getting that, you know, I, I'm sorry, I didn't get it from Walter, but... <laughs> Um, you're breaking up. You're breaking up, Wendy. We we have a, we have a friend that sells cars. That's in, it's uh, fine. I I, I, don't, I, like to, I realize that we're not going to sell everybody. So anyway, tell us about your Jeep. I we know. need to dominate but, the market. But I do I do ref, I do refer people to I, you though that are. In the I appreciate and I appreciate that. But um, my question is, since I I bought it used. I have been getting a lot of these letters from the dealership about, oh, we want to buy your used car, and, you know, we see that you probably have X amount of dollars on your loan, and is it really worth it for me to do that? I mean, I like the car, you know, and my husband would love it if I got one with a V6. He says, this doesn't have enough pull. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, yeah. But is it really is it worth it, you know? Let's answer, I, a couple of, like a let's answer it a couple of different ways. Um if you are interested, uh, this is a, an unbelievably good time to trade in a used car. Uh, I, used car okay. prices, you know, they usually go up a little bit this time of the year. We're just stunned at how high they are. And, and as a dealer, we look at what uh, manufacturers sell off-lease cars for at the auction. I mean, there's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of those sold every year and those prices are i mean they're scary high which is if you're listening to the morning show you know i've been talking about hey if you got a car that you don't need we really want to buy it um but the second part of it is you got to figure out what you want and and how long you would plan to keep it do you typically trade cars every three or four years no usually i drive it till it dies oh you do okay 
Because I was going to say, if you're interested in trading every three or four years, I'd start looking at leasing as a as a good option. But if you're like the Michael Bryant, who just you know he trades them every three hundred thousand miles. God, he's yeah, that's cheap. that's me. That's me. I'm I'm <laughs> kind of like ride it till it dies, and well, and it usually goes down because right when when I pay off whatever car I have, uh, then I think, okay, well, you know, good, no car payments. Then my husband's like, ah, my car that I used to run back and forth to work broke, so I want your. All right, we'll Wendy, another one. When, can you like, stick around? We got to take a quick break, and we can dive more into sure. this because it's something that people are there that car buyers are really interested in. So stick around for a minute or two. Sure. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis. They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. We are back with Car Selling Secrets. Caller on the line, Wendy, and we were talking about when is a good time to trade cars. So, you know, if if you're thinking about doing something, and I think that this is going to last probably through the summer, trade-in values are are really, really strong right now on on late model nice stuff. I mean, you know, $500 cars are always $500 cars, except for when it's in the early 80s and they're $200 cars. But... Yeah, I always I always talk to people about how frequently they cycle through cars because it's I I don't think it's usually a great move to buy them, uh, pay them off, and then trade them in right away. If you're going to do that, you might as well take advantage of leasing because there's a lot of good. You're really hedging the bet. So if you lease a car and the market goes way down, you're not out any money. You're just making the monthly payment, and then you turn it in and get something else at the end. 
Um, if for some reason, like now, that the lease, uh, the car's worth more than the residual value, we're probably about 20% of the people in leases right now that are expiring this summer have a little bit of equity. It's a very unusual time. Now, I'm not, I'm not, not trying to strong arm you into a lease, but sure. it's just an option to consider. Um, yeah, my husband's never been a big fan of leases because, I don't know, just because he's worked with cars for a long time. Yeah. But um, we usually, like I said, when I'm done paying off my car, usually what happens is that's right about the time that whatever he's driving is something he wants to get rid of. And so I, my car suddenly goes to him, and then my daughter gets his car, kind of like we, yeah. you know, so pay him off and go yeah. down the line because, yeah. So, so buying probably is a, a good thing for you. It's... Um, and, and people ask me, you know, should I buy a brand new car or a, or a late model used one? Um, for people like Mike, Brian, and you that tend to keep your cars for a long time, I, th- I think generally the best buys out there are on two- or three-year-old used cars that still have some factory warranty left. If you buy one from Walls mm-hmm. or they get a 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty which is for free, which is kind of sure. cool. But, um, you know, the worst thing, the well, worst way to buy cars is to buy brand new ones and then trade out of them every two or three years because right. you're just, the depreciation oh, yeah, yeah. is yeah. not linear. It's like straight off a cliff. Well, and I think the push that they're doing, uh, the push that I'm getting is, hey, you know, trade in your car and then, uh, you know, toward a, you know, like toward a new car. Well, and I'll, like, I'll let you in on a and little, like, yeah, we can. I'll let you in on a little insider secret. They're trying uh-huh. to sell you a car. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the big thing is they want to keep. They're like, oh, we could keep your payment right where it is. I'm like, I don't know if you could do that, but you know, I mean, I well, feel like the reason they two, say that is because you know, ultimately, for most of us, that's what it comes down to. Most people aren't cash buyers, and mm-hmm. it, you likely don't remember what you paid for your Jeep, but I bet you could tell me what the payment is, right? I can tell you exactly what the payment is. Yep. And, so, and, and I that's, also, that's why but they, with the payment, go ahead. I pay over, too. I always pay over the amount, like about 40 bucks a month over the amount because it rounds up to a certain amount. Yeah. So, I, you know, I do that, and that's just the easiest way for me to remember every month. Yeah, so just one thing about that, I'm, and I'm not saying don't do it, but that's a great strategy mm-hmm. with a mortgage. Uh, but car uh-huh. car loans are simple interest loans. In other words, the interest is the same throughout the course of the loan. You're shortening the the buyout a little bit, but you're not uh, you're not really building equity any faster. The, the the loan structures are a little bit different with car loans versus houses. But at forty bucks, and oh, if you want to do it, just go for it. That's totally good to know. Good, good to know. So if I oh, were you, Tom. I would take that extra $40 and I'd put it on my house mortgage. Because that, that, you know, when you get the... But we only have, we only have a year left to pay off our oh, house. Oh, wow. wow. Congratulations. That's pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. It's, thank you. It's our it's our anniversary this weekend. And we'll be married. Oh, God, where's my calculator? <laughs> where's my calculator? I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, but I got to do this. We'll be married 34 years on Sunday. Wow. Well, that's mm-hmm. awesome. So you got yeah, married so, just yeah. uh, before I was born. Yep. Because I'm going to be turning 34 in October. Lot, wow. Yeah. Uh, you just called yeah, the old like Andy. Yeah, not old or anything. Eek. Well, you've seen me. I don't look that old. No. no. 
No, congratulations. Yeah, but, That's uh, great. You guys oh, sound like you're good money managers. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I, you know, you have to be. And it's like we don't, you know, we don't have the, the big house that, you know, a lot of people you know, we could have. It's because you I blow all your doors. Huh? Be, it's because you blow all your yeah, dough in okay. Nashville bars. <laughs> oh, take us to Key West. No, no, Key, Key West. Yeah, Key West. <laughs> Nashville, a little here, a little there, but more Key West. You went oh, deep in the Keys, huh? But apparently Key West has something where they're going to mandate masks through June of next year. So what? I think maybe in the KQ swag bag, if we go, we should have KQRS masks that we can wear. I that love would be it. awesome. Yep, that's a great I, Rather idea. than KQ but, mass, they should, they should just say, I have to poop. I have to poop right across your <laughs> oh, mouth. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. That, or, uh, that, or, that or Dr. Basham. That would be a great Basham. Thing. Yeah, there you yeah, That's true. Yeah. Brandon? Tom, I, I, was, I was talking to my husband this morning, and he comes in and he says, Tom just gets me so whipped up. And I said, really? How come? He goes, because he's right. And he to laugh. <laughs> well, I agree with him. He's right. I love your husband. Yeah, he's always been one of my favorites. That was funny. He's like, I listen every morning. I'm like, yeah, and he'll he'll never end up showing up on a trip just because he's such a workaholic. Right. He just can't tear himself away. And I'm well, like, I can all see right. That. And yeah. I was but like that, you know, that until okay. I was you, 15. <laughs> 15. <laughs> well, he, I'm he time to retire. My parents. Well, and I can honestly say everything he does, I don't consider work because he's at work. But, you know, maybe they're like, you know, just working on some fun project that they have. He and my nephew or, you know, he goes to the sportsman's club and shoots trap one night a week or it's just it's it's not mm. your typical job. But he he does a lot of other stuff. I mean, he's. We have an excavation company, a small excavation company, and there there's a lot of people with septic issues right now. I have no idea why, but huh. do you so think, he. Do you uh, think it's because everybody's staying at home? Oh yeah, I wonder. That's kind of what we were wondering. That's we were really wondering about that, and he said, "Yeah, there's." He's had a lot of calls for like septic issues and water line breaks. Oh yeah. He's got his he's got his master plumber certificate uh, outdoor. So he can uh, he can design, build, and maintain and repair mm. septic systems. So yeah, I know all I ever want to know about those. There's <laughs> <laughs> very little worse than a malfunctioning septic tank. Yeah. Oh God. True. Ooh. True that. Yeah. And so it uh, it's definitely interesting. And you know, my dad does some. It's my, my parents own it, and so he does some crop farming on the side with uh, corn and uh, corn and soybeans. I told him he should start growing hemp. He goes, yeah, that's all I need is half the college out in my field stealing hemp. Oh, yeah, like, I suppose that probably okay. would happen. Exactly. Those damn They live in a small kids. college town, so. But, huh. yeah, it's. I really thank you for the information about the card, Doug, because I keep getting emails and letters in the mail about it, and it's like, well, my husband wants something that's got a V6 instead of my, uh, my four-cylinder that I have, so I'm tempted to at least give them the chance to show me their, you know, show me what they want to do for me. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's more money than what you have, but the the Jeep Grand Cherokee is incredibly popular. We, we sell probably 70 of those things a month. And the standard engine in those mm-hmm. is a 304 horsepower V6. 
It's yeah. actually it's uh-huh. the same engine that's in a lot of the Chrysler Jeep Dodge products. It's the standard motor in the Chrysler 300, the Challenger, the Charger, uh, and, and it's a really well, it's I, a really I, good motor. Well, and I told my husband, I said, if you want these specific things, why don't you come with me when I buy the cars? And because he's always working, and I said, you know, don't hack on what I buy unless you're going to come along with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Sending me a piece of paper with the spe- with the specs on it. Nope, no moss. <laughs> no moss. All I know about Yeah, I know. I know how to take them in for service. I know what color car I like, what features I like, and uh, I know that you know if I think that you know if there's a question about anything, I call you. Otherwise. You know, forget it. I can put gas in it. Yeah. I cannot change my own oil, but... Most people can. Yeah. You know. No. And if I need a tire change, I can't do that either. I just call call Mike and have him do it. When do you burn through two whole segments? We get to say goodbye because we get to take a break. God, you did. You burned through two segments. (laughs) Well, you said that you were lonely. No, I'm glad that you called. Thank you very much. And have a great... I'll be gone for the next... We'll be off for the next two weeks, so I won't see you. Have a great 4th of July. And uh, happy anniversary. Awesome, That's wonderful. I'll, I'll shoot you an alert and let you know what I ended up doing with the car. Cool. The message. I'm looking forward to it. Thank See you. you. Have a good day, everybody. You Bye. too. Thank you. We'll be right back. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. I like this when I do this. Set it on my lap, just sit back, take it easy. It it's wonderful. Laws it works, who cares, right? I actually did have a question related Clock. to what we were just talking about. Fire away. Uh, is there, a, as a general rule, so the value graph of a car is the highest point, drive it off the lot, yeah. falls off a cliff, and then it just keeps going down. Is there a point where... As long as it runs, it's going to start going back up. Yeah, it it, it depends. It depends on the car. Um, but yeah, if you hold something long enough, it you know it will come back up yeah. in value. So as a is a idea of how quickly cars depreciate in the first year. You look at the residual values that manufacturers use to work leases, and that gives you a good idea. So some of the best cars in terms of holding uh, value or specific models of Toyota. Toyota, Tacoma, uh, pickup trucks, tundras hold their value really well. So Mm -hmm. uh, 
Toyota calculates that those cars are going to be worth 70% of MSRP in three years, which that's is really, bad. that's well, considering you don't always pay MSRP for a car. Now, yeah. on, on uh, Tacomas, you, you, transaction prices are pretty close to window sticker, but still, that's really strong. Uh, much more common number is about 50%. So most cars will lose half their value in the yeah. first three years, and it's faster the first year than the second yes. and third. But once you hit um, five or six years, it does flatten out, and then what becomes more important than uh, the year is the mileage. Yeah. In other course. words, if you're looking at a 2014 uh, Jeep with 30,000 miles on it, that's a heck of a lot more valuable than a 2016 Jeep with 70 on it. Yeah. So that's kind of how it works. If anybody has any car questions out there, uh, the talk and text line is wide open, 561-228-4061. And I have another story. I found this in Automotive News. I think it's kind of interesting. But before I have Tom read it, I have to do a little business 101. So there's a term that businesses use called revenue that a lot of people mistake with profit. Yes. Sometimes it can be used interchangeably, but that's really not correct. What revenue is, is the number of dollars that a business brings in. So if you're a, uh, own a food truck and you take in $700 for lunch, that's not your profit, that's your revenue. So Ford uh, F-150 is usually the number one or F-Series pickup truck is usually the number one or number two most popular selling vehicle in mm -hmm. America. Trucks are it's been the been case run for forever. Years. Yeah, it's yeah. Silverado and Ram battle back and forth for second and third. Ford's usually in one. So here's the revenue story. Just read this part that's bracketed there. I think it's kind of interesting. Revenue story. The almost 900,000 F-Series pickup trucks sold last year generated about 42... $42 billion in revenue? Yep. Jesus. According to, the, uh, to a study Ford commissioned from the Boston Consulting Group, that ranks uh, near Apple Incorporated's iPhone among the biggest U.S. consumer products. On its own, F-Series is larger than McDonald's, Nike, Coca-Cola, and Starbucks. That's amazing. That's it's wow. a cool story. So I had no idea that was true. I didn't. I, but think about what that means for Apple. I know. So a F-Series pickup truck probably average window stickers forty five grand. Well, mm -hmm. I just did the math. Forty two billion divided by nine hundred thousand is forty six. Okay. Well, it's a, thanks. I guess Not I could have figured that out myself. There, Doug. Yeah, a good guess. Yeah, you were pretty close. And that's what a that's Apple's revenue off telephones. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, I have a question for you. So sure. I have my first car selling secrets question for you. Yay! First of all, time. Who makes McLarens? Uh, Where are they made? You know, that's a good. It's an English uh, sports car company, so I it's believe. English. Yeah. Um, I was doing some consulting work with our book friend Tom Ryan, yeah. and he works with a, a group called FAF Automotive. They're a huge dealer group up uh, out of Toronto. They own the Toronto Motor Speedway and all that. Oh yeah. But they're also yep. the McLaren distributor for Canada. Oh okay. So you just walk through their inventory. It's like. God, these cars are cool. I don't think you and I would fit in them. No, no, we would not. McLarens are headquartered in Surrey, the UK. Yeah. There you go. The reason I ask you that question is, why, as the richest nation in the world, has America never had a super luxury vehicle? That's a good question. I've never well, understood you know, that. I, I don't... I, I would say, arguably, that uh, in the old days, Cadillac and Packard... Yeah, um, but they were never... a 
a Mercedes Benz or a Rolls yeah, Royce or right, a guess. Bugatti or a McLaren or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't I know why. why that That's so weird that they never had a super luxury car like a Rolls Royce. It is very odd. It's all the money in the world here, so I don't know what the holdup is. Americans yeah, maybe know. aren't as flashy as Europeans. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Might be. I don't know. Somebody call with a guess. It'd yeah, why fun. didn't they ever build a super luxury car in America? Hmm. I mean, our cars are quite a bit different than the stuff they build in Europe oh, simply yeah. because of the roadways. I mean, yeah, right. you know, they, Eisenhower built the interstate system, and it's made for stuffing 15 people in the car and just blasting down the road about 80 miles an hour. You know what my guess is? Hmm. And by the way, don't call them go oh, anti-union. I've been a member of Sagan after since I was 18 years old, so I'm not anti-union. But it probably is because of union labor. Yeah. It would be that would uh, Rolls Royce here from Bill would probably cost you two million dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's I, true. Well, yeah, this is just conjecture. But if you look at, and I don't know if they still build rollers that way, but. Those things are pretty much built by hand. They, they are. hand stitch the <laughs> seats. Are, yeah. I don't think these guys are making 15 bucks an hour. I don't it's, think they are either. I think you're right about it that. It takes a long time to build them. Although I think BMW, does BMW now own Rolls Royce? I think so. Everything's yeah. just changed from everyone. Everyone owns everyone else. Yeah, Jaguar is owned by an Indian company called Tata, Tata Motors. Yeah. Yeah. Tata. Hmm. Tata. We have two callers. All right. We have Officer Dave and a mystery caller on at the same time. The mystery so caller. You're going to have to wrangle them. Hey, wait a minute. What if it's Officer Dave and Sean King on at the same time? <laughs> Sean King calling to talk Hello. about cars. Hello? I can't believe it. Car Selling Secrets actually talking about cars? I know. It's freaky. I don't know. How the hell did it happen? I woke up in the twilight zone. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, man? Oh, uh, uh, just I. Tommy nailed it. The union stuff and the market is so uh, lucrative for. Or lucrative isn't the right word. Um, small here compared to Eastern Europe to the European countries. That's true. Yeah, like Minnesotans would never drive a Rolls Royce. Very, no, very few. I know. Yeah. You, yeah, you, you look. You think of how exciting it is in, when you see a Bentley for crying out loud. Right. You know. Yep. It's, yep. It is true. It's like, and I work in probably the most affluent of the suburbs, and there are very few. Although there is one guy who does have several of the ultra hypercars. Oh, um, it, I know it, who that is. is. It Ted. Um, is it Ted? It's a buddy of Paul's. He's made all his money in like apartments. Oh yeah, he's got a whole no, shitload not, of Ferraris. Not, and... not him as much. No. It's not Bigos. Yeah, but yeah, I've no. He's Bigos got a couple of P1s, like three yeah. of the nine eighteen spiders. He's yeah, you know. So it's just yeah. I think it's, I, I don't think we have the market for that type of car. Well, I can say that I've probably spent a cumulative three years or so in West Palm Beach. And in that time, I've probably seen about ten times as many luxury cars oh, yeah. as I have up here. Oh, yeah. oh God! Well, because yeah, you can drive more. year round. Yeah, that's yeah, the other that's thing true. is up here. Yeah, try driving something like that anywhere except for three months out of the year, and it's going to get covered in salt yeah, or slush just or yeah, exactly. You know, I got to tell you a quick yep. story. Well, you could drive a continent. Of... Oh, go ahead. No, no, that's Sorry. all right. Go ahead. You're the guest. 
No, you are. You're technically you're the guest. That's, That's true. true. I'm, I'm the I'm the car selling secrets. We what? actually talk about car I'm selling secrets when I'm the guest. Indeed. So what's happening? <laughs> um, I would take a Bentley Continental GT. The drive here. I mean, you get it on no problem that Yeah, that's very true. Now, that's basically a BMW oh. 7 Series, isn't it? Basically, yeah. Yep, but super wide, super yep. everything. Yep. Super, super lush. Lush and plush. All right, I'll let the other caller have their fun. Love you guys. All right, Love sure. you too, Pally. <laughs> have a great fourth. Thanks, Officer Dave, ladies and gentlemen. See you later. You too. And our surprise guest the other, is... The other caller is Tire Carver. Oh. Ah! Tire Carver, how are oh, you, man? All the car guys are calling in. Yeah, it's great. It's car selling secrets. I know, it's yeah. weird. <laughs> we should try to talk about cars more often. <laughs> we probably should. Yep. What a shock. What's going on, uh, I sir? Got a, a great, uh, got a great first car story. I'm uh, one of the reasons they got rid of uh, spectator racing out at Raceway Park in Elko back in the late 80s because... Uh, they figured out their uh, release form wasn't really uh, legal. <laughs> oh, uh. yeah. when you roll when you roll a car over uh, during one of these races, they kind of went, "We're in trouble." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ne- I never did anything with it. I just took my lumps because I was a moron that night, and you know, wrote the car off and got another one. But so- yeah, the first car was a '73 Ford Maverick. With a 302 V8 in it, way too much power and no brains behind the steering wheel. Did you have roll-down windows, roll-down handle windows? Yep, everything yeah. was manual. I remember that. My friend Norm had the same car, and he had to roll down the window. What was the, yep. the fancy version of that? Was it, was it the Grabber? The Grabber? Yeah, I think so. They had some Isn't that, a, isn't that, that. a rap star, the Grabber? Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, trim Vice level. president. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Tire car version. version. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> God, look at this show went by so fast. We talked about cars and it just blew by. We got to do this more. All right. Well, we'll be, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. So <laughs> yeah, it's, we got two weeks off. So not. Well, you have two weeks off. I'll be working. Don't well, worry. Car selling secrets. Wheel. Car selling secrets. Well, you know what else happened to me? Here's another reason I'm a victim. And then Doug said, "You know what Doug said to me." All right, everybody. Tire, have a great 4th of July, and we'll you see too. you yes. soon. Tire, have a great 4th of July. Great you talking too, to you, Officer Dave, Jeremy, Timmy, everybody. Wendy, of course, obviously. It was fun. It was great. It was wonderful. We'll, we'll be back in two weeks. Thanks, everybody. Over and out.